Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Welcome back in to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Good morning, Zach. Good morning. Zach. Yes. Episode 147. Yes. Did you know that the Braves won the World Series? <laughs> I I do know that, yes. I've there's there are times when I'm scrolling through Twitter and like a, a picture will come up of like a field celebration or something. And you said this, like you woke up in the middle of the night and it hit you. And I had that moment. I had that moment last week um, where it hit me again. The Braves won the World Series. Yes. Uh, I watched a clip last night of all the highlights from the last game. And uh, it does not get old, and I don't think it will. So this entire episode is going to be dedicated to the Braves winning the World Series. Zach, we're just going to talk. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but we'll probably mention it several times yes. as we go through. I will say this, and I can't remember if I said this before, but about the merch. If anybody out there, your favorite team, wins any national World Series, whatever, championship of any sort, you need to get on and buy whatever you want immediately. The merchandise, the good merchandise, will sell out, and they may not restock it. So that's I, my advice. I, I have not a, know. I have the trophy Christmas ornament on the way. Yes, I have that. It's going into my yeah. Zach. You are wrestling papers like crazy. We sound busy though, it's right? Like, it's like a nervous tick. No, we sound good. <laughs> We're ready. We got notes. Sucks has four pages printed out for this. Well, you are you are a paper paper are wrestler. Did you hear all the forty four stuff about the Braves? I did. Yeah, that's that cool. Vin Scully. Vin Scully, who is an announcer, an old Dodgers announcer, right? I think, yeah. Yes. He tweeted, would you believe in the year Hank Aaron passed away, the Braves won 44 games before the All-Star break, 44 games after the break, and won the World Series on the 44th week of the year. Hank Aaron, of course, wore number 44. Maybe the Braves had a secret weapon after all. And then, at E. Bardoff responded, this really is amazing. Also, the day they lost Ronald Acuna, for the rest of the season, the Braves were 44-44 and 44 for the season at that moment. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I don't know if any, I don't know if that's all true. It sounds like one of those. Right. It's like the um, – like Kobe. It's like Kobe stuff or yeah. Tim, the 316 stuff with yeah. Tim Tebow. Yeah. I don't know if that – I don't know if it's true. But I don't care if it's true. I'm going to read it on the podcast and say, hey, can you believe it? Yeah, so, I love it. Yeah, shout out to Hank Aaron. Shit. Yes. <laughs> um. This, that continues our run of shout-outs to people who definitely aren't listening yes. to the podcast. Yes. So shout-out to any Atlanta Brave listening to this right now. We did have 33 listens last week. Yeah, we did. Yeah. and yeah, I, thanks for listening. I 100% guarantee you that all the members of the CMB Fantasy Football League are not listening. So yeah. thanks to some whoever, of the 33. Whoever's out there listening, we are busy today. <laughs> Stop wrestling papers. <laughs> all right. Um, or the one person that listens 33 times. <laughs> thank you for yeah. Thank you for that. Let's take a trip around the league. Let's take a trip around the league. Zach, last Sunday night, the Titans go to Los Angeles without Derrick Henry and are given no chance by anybody that doesn't live in the state of Tennessee to, to, to do anything in that game. Did you think they had a chance? Honestly, I did not. I mean, I just thought, you know, somebody would have to go off on the offense to make it happen. Was not expecting the defense to go off, but here we are. Yeah, their defense looked great, and the defense was sitting in free agency going into that game. Yes. And they have since been picked up by pace in your face. We'll cover that in a few minutes on our Fab Recap. 
At NFL Research said in their first game without Derrick Henry this season, the Titans defeated Matthew Stafford and the Rams despite having only 69 rushing yards. That's the fewest rush yards in a win since week three of 2012, a 44-41 win against Matthew Stafford and the Lions. Whoa, full circle. Uh, at ESPN Stats Info said the Titans are the fourth team in the last 15 seasons to win four straight games, all against playoff teams from the previous season. The previous three teams to do that all made it to the Super Bowl, and two of the teams won the Super Bowl. That was going to be my tweet of the week. Was that your tweet yeah, of the week? My tweet, so, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, I've got a tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Yeah, that was it. That was it. <laughs> you didn't rustle your papers. Yeah. So sorry, that was sorry. So I said I knew that you had the tweet in the week. All right. There. Um, well, but the next thing I was going to say um, was my tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. <laughs> <laughs> We're out of control. Whoa. I love it. My computer's rustling papers now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got big fingers. I hit two buttons at the same time. So. Um, my tweet of the week is from at Risher Times zero seven. Hey, <laughs> Ryan Risher. I know him. Um, Ryan Risher, send us statements to the podcast that are as creative as your tweets, please. Yes. Just now, thirty-six-year-old Adrian Peterson scored an NFL touchdown for the Titans. Also today, thirty-six-year-old Ryan Risher ate an entire bowl of beefaroni without spilling any on his shirt. Hashtag goals. Hashtag motivation. Hashtag focus. Hashtag Titans. So, so congrats to Ryan Risher for uh, destroying that bowl of beefaroni. Um, Zach, the Titans didn't move the needle at all from a fantasy football perspective, except for the defense. Adrian Peterson grabs a touchdown in his first game back, um, but he looks to be sitting in a complete running back by committee spot. And I'll say that when when the running backs grabbed the ball, I thought Foreman looked better. Yeah, I thought he looked good. Hey. Peterson looked good, too, at certain times. I think, you know, hey, keep it going. The committee, let's get it done until we can get Henry back. Um, but, yeah, Foreman looked good. Yeah. Uh, the league standings look great, Zach. Do they? I think you would like the, them right the now. The league standings look great. Strong side. Strong side. How does side. it feel? You know what? I don't remember the last time I was in first place in the CMB. How is the view? League. How is the view? Well, the view looks like um, there are enemies at all sides. <laughs> Climbing up the mountain to take me out. When I have uh, 1,543 points for, and uh, everybody else has way more, um, this could be a short-lived run. But, <laughs> but you know, I've won four straight. Yeah. Uh, I'm at 7-2. and two. The Almond Brothers are sitting at 6-3. and three. Yeah. Pace in Your Face is also sitting at 6-3. and three. H&F and IDP Still Suck are in the top five, all at 6-3. and three. So, uh, I don't... And maybe this happens every year, but I don't remember the number one, the top spot changing on a weekly basis the way it has this year. Mm-hmm. Things are bouncing around a lot. The top eight teams are all within two wins of each other. So so things are going to change. Do you know the strength of schedule for the record books? The hardest strength of schedule so far this year is which team? Do you know? No. Big Orange Bullies. How about that? Their opponents have averaged 182.06 points. The all-time record was Greg Cohen last year 
Uh, his opponents averaged 180.22. So right now, Big Ortomolis is on pace to break that record for the hardest schedule ever. Speaking of uh, hard schedules, that brings me to my observation number one from this week, and that is the plight of Kemp's crew. Jake Stanford, listen to Kemp's crew's weekly scores, okay? Week one, they scored 178 points and had a win. Week two, scored 187 points, lost to Pace, who scored 231. Week three, they scored 178. 178's a good score. Let me say that. If If you're... Close to 180 and above, that's a pretty good score. Week three, 178, lost to Strongside, who scored 180. Week four, 185, a win. Week five, they scored 223 points and lost to the Allman Brothers, who scored 268. Week six, 211, a win. Week seven, scored 175, lost to H&F, who scored 176. Week eight, scored 150. And lost to Big Orange Bullies. In week nine, they beat Ryan Risher. Kemp's crew is in the top four in points scored at 1626. Um, actually, 1639. Every other team from fifth place to 14th place isn't even close to Kemp's crew. They're number two in points against behind who you just said, Big Orange Bullies. And I'm looking at Jake's schedule, and his team. Um, even though he's sitting right out of the playoffs in ninth place, I feel like Jake's set up to make a run. Uh, I'm in first place and have 100 less points than Jake. Uh, I don't want to face him in the playoffs. I don't want him sneaking to the eighth spot um, and, and and me being in the top, which I don't think I'll be in the top. But we're, So, so all, I say all that to say I did this research yesterday. We're 10 days from the trade deadline, and Jake just goes for it. Oh yeah, Jake just starts making a flurry of trades, which we'll t- let's go ahead and talk about trades right now. You can do fabric cap later, but Jake sends Jalen Hurts, Cortland Sutton, and Javante Williams to Tecmo Power Runners, three players for Josh Allen. So I dropped this in a trade analyzer, and I thought this was interesting. If you put Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen one for one in a trade analyzer. It says Josh Allen is predicted to have 0.5 more points than Jalen Hurts for the rest of the season. So then you add two other players, and it says Tecmo Power Runners wins this, from a points perspective, 415 to 122 predicted for the rest of the season. So my question to you, Zach, is why do you make that trade? We've talked about Jalen Hurts being like a fantasy football cheat code. It doesn't matter what the Eagles do. Jalen Hurts still scores points. Josh Allen, on the other hand, the Bills have had a real up-and-down season, right? So so Jake is banking on the Bills fighting their way back into contention, right? Why Would you make this trade? Yes, I would make this trade if I was Tecmo. Tecmo had to – they had to make a move. Um, it. it you know, it goes without saying, like anybody that's in last place, you have to make some sort of move to blow up your team in some in some way. I'm not sure if this was like the best move for them, um, but I do think that it helps their team for Tecmo. Yeah, you said, talking about things we talked about before the podcast, but um, you asked him about Kelsey, and they said no to Kelsey. So their two pieces are Kelsey and Josh Allen, right? Right. Uh, they're going to hang on to Travis Kelsey, who 
Travis Kelsey is the number one ranked tight end, has scored more points than any other tight end. In what I would think is is kind of a down year even for Kelsey, he's still the best Mm -hmm. tight end in the league. So they hang on to Kelsey. They trade Josh Allen and get some pieces back, uh, pieces that that Jake could stand to lose because he trades Cortland Sutton, but he just got Jerry Judy back. Right. So he looks at that and says, I can make that trade. Yeah, I think, and I think Jake's team is really, really good after this trade, after both trades. Um, yeah, so let's go ahead and mention the second trade. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Because uh, you're involved in it. Jake yes. sends Stefan Diggs, Kareem Hunt, and Devondre Campbell, an IDP, to H&F and receives Adam Thielen and Amari Cooper. So, um, again, trade analyzers say that Diggs is the prize for the trade. That's what a trade analyzer is going to say. But if you go back into Yahoo and look at the last four weeks, Stephon Diggs, Adam Thielen, and Amari Cooper have all scored in the low 120s uh, for the four weeks combined. Um, IDPs to me are a wild card. Get it, receiving an IDP, you can fill that spot every week. If you're willing to stream and research, you're going to get the same amount of points. So to me, this is a, a two-for-two trade. Um. So why did H and F make this trade? Uh, we've been trying to get digs from him for a while, for weeks, and um, I just pretty much had given up. I didn't think it was going to happen, and uh, he just tra- he just texted us out of the blue last night, late last night. It's probably the fastest trade we've ever uh, completed between us, and um, so yeah, we just it, it, this trade had been in the works for weeks, honestly, and. Uh, I don't know. It just it just came together last night, and we're going to take a chance on Kareem Hunt. I think it helps Jake's team. I think it's good for our team. And uh, yeah, I mean, like just like you were talking about, you know, Jake with the points. I think that he has a safe floor with all the players that he has traded for now. Yeah, Jake has like an embarrassment of riches at wide receiver. So, um, so that I doubt I doubt he's done trading yeah. either. And if I was Tecmo. Um, I'm trying to look this up right now, but if I was Tecmo right now, I would still think strongly about trading Travis Kelsey. And I'm um, not saying to, you know, oh, I hear what you're saying. Give him away for nothing, but they need to trade Travis Kelsey for somebody, maybe another tight end and something else to for sure get their team out of last place. But I do think that their team right now is not going to end up in last place so, after that trade. So Zach wants to ask right now on the podcast. No, we got Waller. We got we've moved on. We got Waller. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. you did get Waller. So that was, how, how that do was you, pre-Waller. We how do you like Friar Muth? Oh, I love him. The Muth. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. We're going to start him this week. <laughs> um, so Jake, uh, not to we need to move on here to observation number two, but Jake is sitting here with Josh Allen, Adam Thielen, Amari Cooper, Najee Harris, who's looked great. Um, Boston Scott, wah, wah, Kyle Pitts, and Jerry Judy. Man, that's a solid team. Yeah, getting Judy back is big. Um, that is not a ninth-place team. And, yeah, Jalen Hurts has been great for uh, Jake in the past, and he's terrible, but he's great for fantasy. And um, I think I think it helps both teams out. So I think uh, Tecmo is on the right path. I also have a statement from Tecmo. Oh, do you, you want, want to read it now? You want me to hear it now? Let's go. Or? Tecmo Power Runners, who, um, you know, I've, I've, I've made comments every week on Tecmo Power Runners and the low scores they had. 
They had another one last week, another low score. So I sent Jeff a, a text asking if he would come on the podcast. You know, I thought maybe things were looking up maybe after the trade. And he says, I can, he said, I can leave a statement. Three starters for one. Josh said he wouldn't play for a last place team. We set him free. Hashtag free Josh Allen. <laughs> okay. I don't, I will say about the trade, I, Sutton, I'm not sure if Sutton's a, uh, a starter here. I think that was a fantastic, fantastic uh, trade by Jake to get him and to dump him off. I don't think that Sutton's going to be too much, too valuable moving forward. Uh, unless Judy goes unless down again. Unless Judy goes down again. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Uh, watch, we're playing Tecmo this week. Watch Sutton score 24. Cortland Sutton is um, definitely the third target behind Jerry Judy and Noah Fant. Yeah. When Noah Fant's there, um, Sutton's the third target. So, Jake, 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 I compliment Jake's team for how strong it is. I prepare this podcast, and then he starts completely rebuilding his team. So, uh, I will say that Jake is way smarter at fantasy football than I am. So, congrats, Jake, for always making the right move. Observation number two, uh, the O-Train just keeps rolling, baby. Let me throw some stats at you, okay? The Allman Brothers have been together since 2016, This is their sixth season together. In the last five complete seasons, their best finish was 10th place. Their average weekly point total was 157 per week. Not good. In the last five seasons, the league winner has averaged 182 points a week. The best point average of the league winners in the last five years was IDP Still Suck in 2017. And they averaged 191 points a week. Do you remember that year? Uh, I remember that year with IDP still suck, and they just ran through the playoffs, ran through the league. There was no doubt. I'm just amazed at this research. I'm gonna shuffle my papers. Hey man, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Look at this. Suggs doing work. 191 points a week. This year, James and Blake are averaging 194 points a week. Man, the O train is rolling. Five weeks left in the regular season. Um, I have no doubt that they are going to smash their previous records, their previous standings. Yes. Uh, I I think they are a lock for the playoffs. Yes, I also have a statement from them. Do you want me to play this? <laughs> yeah, always. I have no idea. Is it, is it 19 minutes long? It like is last a week? minute and five seconds, Holy and cow. I have no idea. You haven't I, listened, I haven't even to, listened it? to this. I don't even. I hope it plays right. Oh boy! But uh, here we go. Maybe yeah. Blake's actually on it this time. No. I kind of doubt it. Yeah, he's too. probably still throwing. He's, 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 dri- he's driving, driving the train. train. He's, he's driving, driving the train. So I hope this works. What's that sound coming down the track? It's the O Train. That's right, boys. It's another week, another day. The O Train has come on down and just moved everybody out of its way, laying track across the league. And I'll just tell you, if that was my worst nightmare. <laughs> then uh, I'm going to sleep like that every night. Boy, that felt like a dream. Oh, it's a good day. It's a good day to be an almond brother. Matt Suggs, love you. Mean it, Zach. Always love you. Wow. Oh, uh, everybody else, you guys stay classy, and we'll see you all. I'm assuming in the playoffs, sitting at number two, with about a I don't know 250 point spread of crossover number one, but. 
That's all right. Those are just numbers. They don't really mean anything. It's just those two little numbers in, in front of your record, I guess. But uh, anyways, that's uh, what we got for you today. So have fun, boys. We'll see you next week. There you have it. Wow. That was good. Hey, a little singing there? That's, uh, we're going to need to get a bumper. I think he just gave us the bumper for the O-Train Call of the Week. Ooh, yeah. Clickety yes. clack. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me, make, let me make sure I can keep that. Yeah, you Hold better save that, that one. We got to yeah. we gotta make that happen. Well done, James. What's that sound coming down the track? It's the O train. That's it, man. That's really good. Okay, I think I saved it. Oh, man. That's it. Well done, James. The O train keeps rolling. Speaking of rolling, Zach, let's uh, let's hear the all pro team. All right, all pro team. Uh, top quarterback this week was Justin Herbert for... Let me shuffle my papers here. Oh, gosh. Sounds good. It's not like I'm really getting this. All right. All-pro team, Justin Herbert. Greco, 37.20 points. Your top running back was James Conner. How about it? Pace in your face. I had to check. He was on the bench, unfortunately. Oh. Man, oh, man. Pace has uh, struck some gold there. 40.30 points. Your other top running back, Jonathan Taylor, who is on a tear for the Almond Brothers. 34 points. Your top wide receiver, you know, Elijah Moore. How about it? And West Coast started him. West Coast started him, 27.40 points. Your other top wide receiver, Cordero Patterson. He could probably be your top quarterback, uh, running back, wide receiver, tight end, IDP, any given week. Who knows? Uh, Top tight end, the Muth. The Muth. The Muth. H&F, 21.30. Your top flex is Nick Chubb for the Allman Brothers, 30.30. Top kicker, kick Chris Boswell. He is a free agent, 18.60. I think I got him last night. Did you? Hey, good yeah. job. Your top defense is New England for Tecmo Power Runners, 24 points for them. Your top IDP across the board was uh, somebody named Josh Allen, who did a lot of IDP things to the quarterback, Josh Allen. That's right. And uh, he got 22.50 points. And Micah Parsons, Donut Stop Believing, 22. T.J. Watt, Isaiah, 40, 31, 20.75. Your top defensive back is Xavier McKinney, who is 24.25 points, free agent. And Cameron Bynum, he's a free agent, 19 points, bringing your total to 364.45, which puts us at the third lowest total of the season. Third lowest. Uh, Back to you, Matt. Back to you. Oh, boy. I love oh, the papers. Boy. I'm loving it. Do you? All right. Yeah. Well, how about you just keep going with uh, our Fabry cap? Show me the money. All right. Fab recap. We had a lot of transactions last night. Uh, Suggs, did you have any luck? Zach, last night, Micah woke me up at 3.30 in the morning and said, Dad, is it time to wake up yet? And I looked at my four-year-old and just said, no, it's not time to wake up. (laughs) But then I rolled over, picked up my phone, and looked at the Fabry cap. And at that moment, I realized just how much it stinks not having Fab Bucks. Yes. So, um, yeah, good job, Matt, on blowing your Fab Bucks on all the the – crap i've picked up this year so yeah so we we had a few competing offers we had a lot of players uh, awarded to different teams that did not have competing offers but cleveland dst went for four dollars to big orange bullies uh sucks you put in zero dollars for that donovan peoples jones went for ten dollars to isaiah forty thirty one. your worst nightmare put in a bid for seven dollars eno benjamin 
Arizona running back. You know. Yeah. Uh, $16. Went to Tecmo Power Runners. And then Pace in Your Face put in four. Uh, I guess he's taking over for who? Chase Edmonds. They got hurt. You know? I have no idea. I'm afraid we'll find out this he's week. James Connors handcuffed yeah. now. Tennessee DST went to Pace for $8. Strong side, zero. Baker Mayfield went to Isaiah 4031 as well for $10. Strong side, zero. I don't, I don't want you to read this anymore. <laughs> Sorry. No more. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, so that's our Fab Recap. There's your Fab Recap for the week. League Pick'em, Big Orange Bullies is in the lead uh, with 42 points. Jake has 40 points. I have 38 points. Zach, I looked back at my League Pick'em last week, and I don't know how I did it, but somehow I had picked H&F Industries to beat Strongside. Were you hacked? No, I wasn't hacked, but every single week during Pick'em, I say, I haven't picked against myself yet. I'm not picking against myself now. And for some reason, when I was going through and picking every week at the beginning of the season, I picked you. So That's nice of you. Uh, yeah, yeah. And so I lose a point in League Pick'em. There are three tied at 37, Greg, Jordan, and Reed. Make your picks. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's it's updated since then, just so you know. The league new pick the em? new lead yeah. The new leader is Chase Gall. Wow. He has separated himself. He is in top the top spot with forty two points over Jake. And Yeah, that's big orange bullies. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you said they were Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see you're talking yeah. about three. Yeah, those papers that you're rustling? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I did work. Let me man. change that. Let me okay. Sorry about that. I did work. Yeah. I did work. You got it. So um All right. Let's uh speaking of work. Let's go to week 10, Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Zach, Yahoo is calling this Rivalry Week. Rivalry Week. It's hard to say. And I don't know why they come up with that. I'm not seeing the rivalries. If I were putting together rivalries, it would have to include uh, probably H&F versus Jake, right? Yeah. That'd be a rivalry. Uh, It's just uh, Sean Kemp. Yes. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Uh, ECW versus WCW. That would have to be the rivalry. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, Risher versus Jordan Awanazen for all the political rhetoric that they throw back and forth to each other, right? Matchups like that. Yes. That would be the matchups. I do know that I can go in and select the week that is the matchup of the week. Really? Yes. You can set it. Now, the problem is Yahoo just randomly picks the schedule. Yeah. You can shuffle the schedule. You can you can change you know however you want it to be, um, and I think there was one year that we tried to set up the rivalry. Re- r- 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 I think r- I remember that. Yeah, it's we, hard to say. Yes, we tried to set up the rivalry week. week <laughs> it's and, hard to say, and we had to do like a whole chart. And I remember Brian Franklin had to help us out to make sure that every team played each team at least once per season. And it was all based off of that one week. That's not worth it. And so, uh, anyways, I, maybe they would uh, enhance the tools to where you could set that and then shuffle it and everything falls into place. But now that they've added another game, you know, I think there's one week where maybe you play another team one more time than you do everybody else now. So it's really? a little different. How about that? Yep. Well, this is what Yahoo calls Rivalry Week. Uh, that's not it. what we have. Rivalry but uh, the first uh, the first matchup this week is your matchup, and I, I could say this is a rivalry because simply because of championships, because it's the two teams that have won the most championships in the league. Uh, number four H and F Industries versus number fourteen Tecmo Power Runners. You've both made trades with Kemp's crew this week. 
uh, that'll help both of your teams. Uh, Jalen Hurts has been solid from a fantasy perspective. So in my opinion, Josh Allen to Jalen Hurts doesn't move the needle for me. Uh, with the struggles Tecmo has had, Sutton and Williams are upgrades, but I'm still picking H&F this week. I do think uh, I do think Tecmo has a better shot of climbing out of the ice bucket thanks to the trade that they made, but I pick H&F. I would not be shocked at all for Tecmo to beat us this week. I think that it would not be the worst pick in league pick them to go against the, uh, the grain on this one. And especially, you know, like that trade – Kind of, it, it hurt us this week. You know, long-term, hopefully it helps us when Kareem Hunt gets healthy. Uh, but right now, I don't know if that really helped us. I don't know if Antonio Brown's going to play. Um, so, you know, like I said, I would not be surprised for Tecmo to, to win it. So I'll give it to Tecmo. Next matchup is number one strong side versus number 10 big orange bullies. It's Dak Prescott versus Patrick Mahomes. They are playing each other in Week 10 and also playing each other in our league. Neither QB had a stellar week last week, but the Cowboys are going to come out ready to go this week. In my opinion, I'm happy with my receivers, Waddell and Renfro. Uh, I think DeAndre Swift struggles against Pittsburgh. I haven't picked against myself on purpose. I'm not picking against myself this week. Strong side is my pick. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to give it to you. I mean, you beat us – this past week, I do think that Big Orange Bullies, like we said, has had the toughest schedule so far. We'll see if it continues this week. And uh, I want to go with you. Up next is number 13, Donut Stop Believing, versus number three, Pace in Your Face. Zach, this one might be close this week. Miles Gaskin has played well lately. The Buffalo defense is going against the Jets. But I think Risher has just has more holes to fill than Pace. Pace's team has been strong. They're going to keep going. Uh, I stopped believing in Risher's team weeks ago. Did you see what I did there? Yes, I see. I stopped believing. Pace in your face wins. Uh, shout out to Pace in your face, who has put a curse on every running back that he has the handcuff for. Uh, that starting running back has been hurt at some point this year. And here we are. Look at him. He's got James Conner in the starting lineup, Eckler. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Pace on this one. And I think he's getting healthy. His team's getting healthy. I think uh, Pace is going to start making some moves here. Next matchup is number eight, East Coast Wombats versus number nine, Kent's Crew. Russell Wilson is back this week, which is huge for East Coast Wombats. But they have several guys out on by this week. Uh, talked a lot about Jake's team today. Uh, he's, I guess he's the theme of my day um, on our on our podcast. Um he struggled with his matchups. He has a strong team. He's gone out and made some trades. I think he just has more firepower than ECW. I think Jake wins this week. I'm going to have a hard time picking against Jake, honestly. Yeah, no, I mean, Josh Allen, putting him in that quarterback spot, his ceiling is incredibly higher than whatever Hurts provided in the past. Um, and just I think it solidifies his lineup. So, uh, yeah, I want to give it to Kemp's crew here. I think definitely East Coast is going to get a big boost, like you said, getting Russell Wilson back. And uh, then they're getting Christian McCaffrey back, and I think they're getting healthy, you know. So I think that they, they can put up a pretty good fight here. Um, if they had Chase, Jamar Chase this week, then I would really be leaning towards East Coast on this one. But without him, I think it's going to be Kemp's crew. Uh, but I think East Coast has, has got a, some, some wins in the future. So Kemp's crew this week. 
Next matchup is number six, Greg Coe versus number 11, Isaiah 4031. If Aaron Rodgers plays, this could be close, but I think Joe Mixon is a big bye week loss this week. I think Greg Coe wins. Um, I don't know what the deal is with Alvin Cook this week. Uh, I know there's some legal stuff that has just popped up. Mm. Um, so I'm not sure exactly what all that means, but I still think that Greg Coe will win this week. Up next is the O train, number two, Almond Brothers versus number eight, West Coast Wombats. Last week, uh, Almond Brothers had Tom Brady on a bye week. They started Mac Jones, who gave them nine points and still outscored the entire league with 192 points. Did you see the play of Mac Jones twisting the guy's ankle? No, I heard about it, but I didn't look at it. We should have got a comment from the Almond Brothers about that, but uh, yeah, anyways, it was. It was pretty uh, ruthless. He just grabbed this guy's ankle and just twisted it on the ground. So I mean, because when I look at Mac Jones, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I was think, really surprised. <laughs> I think ruthless. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, correction, it's number 12 ranked West Coast Wombats. I said number 8 ranked. Um, I, knew, I knew that didn't sound right. Um, so Brady's back this week. Nick Chubb is playing out of his mind. Robert Woods is finally scoring all kinds of points. The O-Train keeps rolling. Almond Brothers wins. Yes, I uh, I think you got to give it. The Almond Brothers are just on a roll right now. I do like uh, uh, Fournette this week. I think that he'll be good. And uh, DK getting Russell Wilson back will be a boost as well. But the O-Train is rolling. You got to watch out. Do you think um, if Odell Beckham Jr. goes to Seattle, does yeah. that really affect DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett's scores? Uh, I don't know. Maybe just a little bit, if anything, but I don't know if OBJ is really. Well, he wants to go to Green Bay, so we'll see. We'll see on that one. So, all right, Zach. Yes, it's time. It is time. I'm excited. (laughs) It's time for the matchup of the week. Last week, Zach uh, gave us a bumper for matchup of the week, and uh, we're going to play it again in just a minute. And a little enhanced version. Done. I've done a little work on it. Yes, I did a little. uh, Did a little work on the bumper. So. Uh, do you want to go get Collins for this? Let me let me just see if he's in his office. All right, Zach's going to run and get Collins. We're going to let Collins listen to it again. This is um, dead air for the CMB Fantasy Football League podcast. So he's not in his office. He's not in his office. I sent him a text message. That's all right. He didn't answer. So uh, forget you, Matt Collins. I can speak on behalf of Matt Collins. And he will think this is terrible. Here's what I think of Matt Collins right now. We'll go to a quote from Terry Pace. You're a loser. <laughs> you want to hear it again? Yes. You're a loser. <laughs> You're a loser. So good. That's so good. Is that from uh That's Pace's from the Ice Bucket video, Ice right? Ice Bucket video yeah, like, Pace. I got this one, too. Ice Bucket Challenge, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I got this one, too. Dad, any last words? Ice Bucket Challenge, baby. Oh, man. There so it is. Good. That's so good. Right before uh, TP dumped the ice on yes. Jordan Pace. So, Zach, um, here is last week's matchup of the week bumper. It's finally time. Tuck your shirts in. Stop your yelling. Because it's now time for the What's crack a luckin' Big Dogs matchup of the week. It was good. That was good. So, uh, did a little work on it this week. This week's matchup of the week, it's time. And for the foreseeable future. Yeah, yeah. So here we go, Zach. Let's get your reaction to the new bumper. 
It's time for the matchup of the week. It's finally time. Tuck your shirts in. Stop your yelling. Because it's now time for the Watch Quick Look at Matchup of the Week. It's so good. Man. Woo. I'm ready. You ready for this? I feel, that was that was great. Um, it, there wasn't like a clear cut matchup of the week this week, but these two teams are the teams that Yahoo has predicted to have the closest week. These two teams are not struggling with bye week issues this week. These two teams are close in their league ranking. So the matchup of the week this week is number five IDP still suck versus number seven your worst nightmare. Zach. This is a close matchup. I think George Kittle coming back for IDPs is a huge deal. He had 20 points last week. I think this one's going to be close, but I'm going to go with your worst nightmare. That's my pick. Yeah, I think that uh, getting Kittle back is is huge as well. Um, just looking at the teams, Lamar Jackson's been good. He's playing on Thursday night. Last Thursday, though, was probably the best game of the week possibly uh, fantasy point wise usually it's not um but and and Keenan Allen is starting to look like the number one wide receiver for the Chargers as of late uh kind of taking over from Mike Williams um so I'm I'm gonna give it to IDPs this week and that was our matchup of the week matchup of the week the intro is way more exciting yes. than the picks yes. so uh we look forward to next week's next week matchup, matchup of, of the week, week. Uh, all right, Zach, we uh, have a couple more things left. We're going to wrap this thing up. First of all, it is Thanksgiving. Uh, well, hey, let's do uh, This Week in Fantasy Football, and then we'll do uh, we'll do our Thanksgiving picks. Yes, This Week in Fantasy Football in Week 10 in 2014. Uh, speaking of matchups that should have been in a rivalry, rivalry week. Hard to say. HNF Industries routed Jake 237 to 122 top point getters. Ooh, I like it. The top point getters for H&F were Marshawn Lynch with 41 points. We gave him some Skittles. And uh, Jimmy Graham with 27 and Mark Sanchez with 26.5. I don't even remember him being on our team. How about that? In the NFL, two of the top five point getters in fantasy football were DST. In week 10 of 2014, Aaron Rodgers had 36 points. Dez Des Bryant had 27. Jordan Matthews, 25.8. And the Arizona and Philadelphia defenses both had 25 points. Points this week in fantasy football. That uh, reading that stat, um, maybe we need like a paper wrestling bumper for yeah. this this week in this fantasy week. football. Yeah, breaking news. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that makes me really upset that I didn't have Fab Bucks to try to get the Tennessee defense. So congrats to Jordan Pace for having Fab Bucks left to get the Tennessee defense. Zach, it is Thanksgiving month, so every week. Uh, we're going to do something Thanksgiving-related. Um, I'm not thankful that I'm out of Fab Bucks, but let's go through. We sent a message out asking what pick or pick up you are thankful for. Let's hear what the league had to say. Yes, uh, Blake from the Allman Brothers said that they are thankful for Brady and his consistent numbers, which uh, I agree. They need I would to agree with that. Uh, Jordan Pace, Randy Big Boned. Bullock. How about it? Yep. And Matt Collins from the West Coast Wombats says David Long Jr. Mm. 
was a waiver pickup for them, and he has been very solid for them. I also got one more here. Um, I've got a search for it. It was sent via text, and it was from Carver. I'm thankful that Chase was actually at the draft this year and kept me from making panic picks. I know that I know that's not a particular player, but our guys have been so up and down that I don't know if I'm thankful for one guy. Oh, <laughs> that was very kind, Carver. Uh, I'm thankful for um, Hunter Renfro, who I got late in the draft, and he's been solid, dude. Yeah, he's been he's been a good pick. I am not thankful for Allen Robinson. Oh man, no, thank you. I'm not thankful for him, man. Uh, I'm thankful that we got Matthew Stafford where we did. He's been consistent for us, except for this past week, he was horrible. Uh, but he's been he's been solid for us. So thankful for uh, Matthew Stafford. And hopefully everybody will be thankful for their league, their team's performance this week in Yahoo's rivalry. Rivalry. Week. Rivalry. Rivalry. Week. Zach, you got some paper wrestling to uh, close out. us out? Yep. Everybody, make your league pick them. We're out. <laughs>